welcome to 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate, the podcast where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as kids, the movies that we kind of loved as kids, the movies that ultimately shaped our generation as kids growing up in the late 80s and early 90s. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined today by Krista. How's it going, Krista? Hey, Sam. It's nice to see you, and it's nice to see Charlie wearing a dress for <laughs> once. We're also joined by our friend, Charlie. Charlie? Yes. Not wearing a dress, and I will not be your homosexual stereotype. Well, your Ooh, leggings do fit quite nice. Well, the leggings your are just a hose. style statement. That's ridiculous. Thank you, and pantyhose. <laughs> when you just shave your legs, you're not just going to let them go all bearskin, are you? No. No, once you're Mediterranean. <sighs> Close to our movie. Today we watched a movie that taught young children that if your dad's not dressing up like a nanny every day to be with you, then he doesn't really love you. True. <coughs> it's so, true. Guess whose dads didn't love them? The world. Everybody. All of ours. <laughs> we watched Mrs. Doubtfire. Euphigenia Doubtfire. What's her name? I Euphigenia. 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 Doubtfire. Damn it! I memorized because I heard it. I paused and I replayed it. Euphigenia Doubtfire. Euphigenia. Say it with the accent. You vagina. God damn it. You said vagina and it threw me off. Damn it. Charlie said vagina. You vagina doubt fire deal. Of course. Um, Dude, let's dive in. This movie was basically improv for Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah, this whole movie, right? I feel like it genuinely was to, like, showcase There's, like, talent. a basic, like, plot and, like... You have to get from point A to point B, but he just, like, riffed all along the way. Apparently. Okay. So, I've discovered through IMBD, so we can get the snide comments out, that, that yes, this is where I discovered. Whatever. Some initials. God. Be creative and have a name so I can memorize it. It does. Internet Movie Database. You know the place that everyone looks when they want to know about movies. So... I forgot what I was going to say, because now I don't remember. I look in the TV guide. You, what? No, you don't. What? Mm-hmm. The TV Guide? Yeah, they just give like a short little synopsis about a movie. They and do. then you know everything. Oh, they you do. mean like, I thought you meant like TV Guide, like you buy in line at the supermarket. No, that, that comes for free in the Sunday paper. That's even worse. That is way That's worse. Even worse. That is, I used to get the TV Guide, like the actual one that comes so in the mail. So did we all, I but was yeah, really vintage, that was for so. rich people. That was for up. my grandma, actually. It wasn't technically me, but I used so it quite a bit. So you didn't get the TV Guide, you lied about well, it. Well, when we didn't have Eileen's Creative Living on, we had DuckTales on, which, by the way, has to do with today's discussion. DuckTales? For reals? Mm-hmm. Why? Explain. No, um, we're not the opening about scene where they're doing the voiceover stuff. The gentleman who is the director of that does the voice of Launchpad McQuack and Darkwing Duck from Ducktales. Duh. Yep. Darkwing Duck's not from Ducktales though. Launchpad McQuack is. I don't know. That. I don't remember him. Launchpad, the guy who flew Scrooge McDuck all over. <laughs> he flew him where? Shh. Oh, oh, I hate you. Are you kidding me? It's Launchpad. The flu network you do on your own. You don't flood. You fly. And you flew. Oh, wait. Launchpad McQuack. That's, um, <sighs> shit. You know what? I'm crossing all my Disney shit, and I'm so utterly embarrassed because I didn't look at my notes beforehand. You but I know this fact is somewhere in there, so we're just going to chalk this up as Charlie. Boop, boop, be doop. <laughs> Um, Don't laugh uncomfortably. I, when I watched this movie over again, I haven't seen it in years and years. I thought that they were doing the voice for like Tweety Bird and Sylvester, but it's just really? a knockoff. It mm-hmm. is a knockoff. It's so weird, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they couldn't get credits for it, but like, can't you just come up with like a new cool design, not like the same thing that already kind of exists? Yeah. Or maybe they were trying to, I don't know. I mean, it was really funny. And then the reason he quits that job is because they want the bird to like make a joke about smoking cigarettes and smoke a cigarette mm-hmm. and he said like we should comment on the situation the black lung really i've got beak cancer that was hilarious beak cancer it was I hilarious yeah when he said it but it was interesting that we have this 90s movie here that like verbally says out loud that we have a responsibility to like teach our children the turn of the tides we'll say and like and teach them by entertaining them that shows that so he's a good person. that's what this whole movie is. Well, it shows that he's a good person because, like, I don't know, he doesn't care about that job. He cares about, like, 
Yeah. Was this yeah. Warner Brothers? Do you know? I have no idea. Uh, no say. It's not Disney, correct? I'm gonna say it's, it I'm gonna say it's Miramax. Could that How be wrong? embarrassing! We looked up a lot of facts for you guys today. Welcome to the professional job that we do. Who cares? So we open up on the voiceover work, and that's when I learned the song Figaro Qua. Oh Figaro! How many You guys haven't stopped me yet? I'm no. just gonna go. Yeah, we know that song. We've so, known that song though. Uh, well, yeah, me too. As a kid, because I watched this movie. <laughs> so, and the the cigar smoking remind me of a grandpa, the little bird. The little bird smoking a cigar. Yeah. He taught my grandpa taught me when I was like six that you're not supposed to ash your cigar. You're just supposed to let it burn for some reason. I guess as a kid, this like scene, I never really paid that much attention to it. I don't know why, because it's just adults in the scene. I mean, most of the scenes are just adults in the scene, but like Robin Williams is funny in it. But I wasn't listening to the whole like non-smoking part. I was like, ah, tune yeah. out a little bit. I think it's more of like a comment, like whatever we show these kids they're gonna absorb so we might as well use entertainment to teach them things and they're like saying it out mm-hmm. loud to you and i get it guys i get it smoking's bad for you guys i must be I dumb it. but i can't find online who did this movie meaning what Robin studio Williams. no what studio the director was chris columbus who also directed what movies charlie i don't know but i know that he uh-huh. discovered america <laughs> yikes <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> he he also directed Home Alone. And he sailed the ocean blue in... 1492. 1492. Damn it. 1492. It rhymes so that you'll remember. I know. Remember and I, I remember, remember the blue. Oh, throwback to Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Winnie. I need you. So what happens next, guys? He quits his job and he picks so, his kids up from school early, at the bus stop and it's early. And his son's birthday. So he's like, let's throw a party. Yeah, you I know. know? Yeah. I will Last give the minute. mom this. For how much I fucking hate her, she um, was right in the fact that you shouldn't have given that big bash and it was an adult agreed upon thing. So I get why she was mad. Dude, I get why she was mad because it's like, hello, there's fucking farm animals in your San Francisco home. There's nobody wrang- yeah. There's nobody also, wrangling them and like how did they invite all those kids and they just showed up? Actually, yeah, right. And I why mean, were all those little kids at a 12-year-old boy's birthday party? Right? It was probably just the neighborhood kids. No, probably the girl's friend. Too. Yeah, it's probably the neighborhood kids. No, my biggest problem with that whole scene is not that there's farm animals like whatever, it's a party, shit's going to get fucked up. My least favorite part of the scene where I totally side with the mom is when the dad and the son and some other fucking kid are jumping on the damn table oh, in their I know. house with, with shoes, their shoes on. on. Oh my god, with the shoes on. With You're their so gay. dirty city shoes on yep. on the dinner table. On the chairs to the and fabric. He, the dad oh. is also on the table, right? I know. I would have been. I would have been livid because that motherfucker is not working. He's not going to replace that shit. Right? He don't have a job. He ain't making money. So I will give her that. I was totally on her side the whole well, time. You know what's crazy? And I didn't think about this obviously when i was a kid but both of them are in the wrong for this like i mean he mm-hmm. did the worst thing by throwing a party because obviously it like destroyed the house that's the worst but thing neither one of them like communicated with each other like okay. she was like i picked up a cake i like i was yeah how was gonna he do supposed this? to know so, like he didn't know that like i thought when i was younger i always thought that they were divorced this whole time but no this mm-hmm. this event this birthday party is the reason they break up so they're together at this point, and no wonder they break up. Neither one of them are communicating with the other. They did agree, though, remember? Because she said, I told you we were going to do some small presents and this and that, and you invite the whole neighborhood, and we said we wouldn't do that because Guys, we're fighting like the divorce couple I know. is. I know. I will I say, know. though, I'm just, stop fighting with I know. this whole time while you guys were talking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's not your fault. We both still love you. Okay, thank you. Oh, God. The entire time you guys were talking, I've been looking up what studio did this movie, and apparently I don't know the internet because I can't find it. So you didn't look at IMBB? Yeah, I did look at IMBD. IMBD. I said IMBD. I looked at IMWR. Okay, and I couldn't find it there either. I don't know. Apparently, somebody out there helped me. Did you look it up on WikiLeaks? Yes, I tried, and it wasn't there either. You mean Wikipedia? You stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so after they, the mom and and Robin Williams start to fucking fight, I think that's just fucked up. Like you're fighting on your son's birthday. Well, yeah, because the dude was a dick. I don't care if it's regardless. It's like 
If he's as, getting C's, he doesn't deserve to have a party. No, but it's still his birthday, and he's 12, and, like, here's what's... Even if 12, he doesn't, that's not a landmark. Even if he doesn't deserve to have a party, you don't deserve to hear your parents fighting on your birthday. It should be about you still, and yeah. you should have a good birthday. And whatever, Charlie, don't pretend you were a fucking A student. I'm not going to pretend that, but I'm not going to pretend, like, <laughs> my parents didn't give a fuck when the situation happens. There's a fight to be had. It's like, buckle up. Here we well, go. Well, obviously, that's why they're not together, but it's like, I feel like, no offense, I feel like good parents really have to like pull that separate from their children Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like that's what makes people like shitty is that they fight in front of their kids and it's like you gotta force yourself to be a parent and not be like that's why i hate her that's why she's the bad she started it she's like he okay before we get into that let's go to this so they get a divorce and then they go to court wait, wait right before this so before we even see them communicate with each other. We go to her work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she is like part owner of this interior design company. And one of the other guys comes up to her and says like, oh, this super rich guy that is probably really beautiful said that he knows you and he wants to hire us to do this huge job, but he wants you to do it. And the way she's like looking, she's like so excited. Thirsty. She is a thirsty no, bitch it's in just, this scene. And I that's why I like didn't realize that they were still married. Because mm-hmm. she was like, really excited about this like old flame. So pumped about it. I was like, so she's already not in love with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kinda that part kinda sucks because it's like she's leaving him, I guess, with the comfort of knowing that she already has somebody else. You yeah. know? It's kinda fucked up. She real like that just helps her realize that she's not in love with him. Which is what she tells him in the scene. He's like, we, we're together because we love each other. And she's like, ooh, sweetie, so about that. I don't oh, like harsh. furry men. You have too much hair. James Bond is interested in me, so, <laughs> so good. He has an actual English accent, and that doesn't happen every day. So. And he's into it. You know she's not getting anybody better than him. It's Sally Fields, I mean. <laughs> it's Sally Fields. She owns her own company. She could buy a Something pretty yeah. odd. Yeah, is a bad bitch. I'll put it out of here. I like her. I think she's uh, great. She's like a horrible human being. Bound, Forrest Gump was dumb. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree. You. I like her, but I feel like her vagina is dusty. I don't know. I just want to go on the record saying, I don't think Sally Fields is a horrible human being. I think her character is, because... Uh, oh, I'm not yeah, saying... Okay. I just think she's probably dusty. Maybe because every Ew. movie we've seen her and she plays, like, a mother figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but or not a even a man. hot mom. Like, not even a cute mom. Like, just a... Boring. She's trying to be cute. Look at her with she her cute little hair, hair bob. The typecast. I see you, Sally. Get the typecast fits is you, all I'm saying. You get James Bond, girl. You get him. Yeah, absolutely. That's because he had to. He got paid. Uh, prostitution. So, the divorce, Charlie. You wanted to get into that. Oh, my God. Because she fell out of love with him, the court said you can only see your child one day a week. That is such bullshit. He did nothing negligible. No. He did nothing wrong. He said you had to have somebody come and the inspect your home. The party was irresponsible. And the party well, was... has nothing the, to do with... The, the cops didn't were... endanger t- anybody. The cops were there. Because Those, of noise violations and farm animals. That's not nothing. That's You're stupid. defending him, but here's what's up. From, like, a parenting perspective, what are the kids supposed to do? Hang out with this fucking jobless, homeless guy? I do. Okay, so this is where I side with Charlie because just because he's unemployed doesn't mean he can't be a father. Right, but he's he not a danger to the, the children. The only reason they, they care about his employment is because when he's employed, they're taking money out for child support. But he, did, it seems like he doesn't have to pay child support. If you're I not, don't think he, if you're yeah. not employed, you can't even pay to pick up your kids. You know, whether it be so on people a bus who don't or, have a job right now shouldn't have kids. I think no, I, I think or this, shouldn't be allowed to see their children. This movie is so '90s, where everybody's like prosperous and has a job, but like that wouldn't happen now because a lot of people are out of work. Well, but, I but think, not only that. No, it's, I think it's don't '90s. Ask, don't and, ask a question and then not expect a response. I don't remember the question. I, asked. I don't. <laughs> I don't think that. I didn't ask. I was telling you. No. <laughs> I don't think that. I I don't think that if if you. Are in the position he's in. I don't. I don't think he shouldn't be a parent and shouldn't see his kids. But I think that for the kids, like continuation of the life they have, which is part of the divorce process and custody, in order for them to continue life they had to lead a normal life without being, you know, a little fucked up from divorce, like some people Who's are. Who's not fucked up about divorce? But less fucked up is the goal of the court. Therefore. 
they said they'll review it in three months. That's not very long to like get a job. I disagree. And, and yeah, he's still gonna see his kids on Saturday because he's one day a he, week. He's seen his kids every every day, day whole since life. they were born. Well, I do agree. So, I like, and they're all of a sudden gonna be cut off from him. That's they, gonna fuck they're them They're better off anything. seeing him in a shitty apartment like every week right. than they are like only seeing him like you that's know my point you guys yeah. convinced me yeah i just think the mom's a fucking bitch and if she was fighting yeah. for it that, was 90s and that. she like looks so shocked when the judge yeah it's like you had to she has sole custody like bitch you asked for it right. probably she should have asked for that Crazy. like there's no way she, she has the right to say this is what we want and yeah. that's what she's not doing plus it's I, her fault the whole time for she's sure. taking out her anger on him like, by taking the kids away. And that's not fair to the kids. And she's the trifling hoe. Because she knew that he was a good father. Those kids obviously love their dad. And she knew that he was a good father, just a bad husband. Yeah. And. But she was selfish. She's selfish. She's probably the one most. She is the most selfish character in this entire, like, movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just her I and that, her um, the whole time. Her and that little girl. What's her name? Nat? Matilda. Matilda? That little mm-hmm. bitch is dumb and selfish. She's we'll hilarious. We're his goddamn kids, too. Oh, my God. When I was a kid, I repeated that because it made the uh, adults laugh so hard, and then I could swear. <laughs> so I was so excited because I got to cuss in front of them, and I got to repeat it. It's great. Um, so well, that's good for you. You, you said you goddamn. You both are going to die. <laughs> good job, you We're his goddamn. Kid. And I had a divorced kid, so I could use it at funny times. And you I had used a divorced kid? I was a divorce with divorce. You had a divorced kid? Yep. I had Shit, a you had a baby kid. wedding and then they got divorced? Yeah, I threw it in a river. Don't fuck around with Charlie. That's you don't leave far. Charlie. So what happens next to the movie, Sam? So he has to have a social worker lady thing, and she calls him. And Which she's is like, fucked so up. You're, no, you're unemployed, so I took the liberty to make an appointment for you at the employment office. And I'm like, excuse me, what? No, they this have is just an employment office that you can get, like, a job. They have no. They, they get have a job to do for that. you, so you don't look for a job. No, they have to like sign them up for like to start as a social worker. My my friend does this. So as one of those like social workers, they have to sign them up for like uh like a employment program where they look for jobs like a temp agency basically. Oh, I thought it would be cool if there's like a job where like you went there and you said I want this job and they just like look for you. That seems to be what happened to Robin Williams, though. Like, like, it's called like, MonsterJobs.com or something He like had that. more like an agent than uh Yeah, she it. seemed more like an agent. You're right. Like, he got, like, a job in the film industry still. It's yeah. like, how did you get so lucky? You should be a fucking janitor. Homeless, yeah. He was talent. He wasn't tech. Yeah, but, yeah, but putting still, him in there, the industry. put him in direct, like, networking. You're right. I see your point. You're right. Head. So it was a good job. End of story. End of story. That's all. I am so <laughs> sorry. I was just schooled, y'all. Respect. <laughs> Fuck me, right? Perfect. Oh, thank you. Awesome. It sounds like every other day of my life. So we're moving on to his apartment, shitty. So then he goes to his gay brother, and they do my so one of my favorite that montages. They were actually, brothers. Like, he kept saying it. I was like, they're not brothers. Technically speaking, he went to the brother's house first, but continue. Because the brother has, like, a New York accent, and he doesn't. Yeah, well, I mean. The reason they chose him is that uh, he, Robin Williams used to do impersonations of that actual person. Yeah. He and did, huh? he used to kill it. And then, so that's why the guy goes, I'll be in your show with you. No, that's a. What other movie was he in? I have no idea. Was, oh, he's in Independence Day, right? Yeah. He's like Oh, yeah. A, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's like manager. So. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, but I always loved him and his boyfriend's character. And that, like growing up, that was one of the first really like gay relationships that wasn't just like viewed in a weird way, I guess. I see what you're saying, Charlie, is it was like, we're gay, it's obvious, we're not hiding it. Yeah, there yeah. was there and wasn't a point that it. they were yeah. And when Robin Williams says, I'm I want you to make me a woman, he goes, Oh honey. Right. I've been waiting for oh, this honey, day. I'm so happy. <laughs> I used to say that too, and my mom used to laugh. Now I get why. <laughs> she's, I, like, <laughs> she's like, my little homo son, you're yeah. growing up nice. She always used to say, I knew since you were five. I was like, okay, well, then why did you cry when I told you? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so we're moving That's on. Weird. 
Charlie, this is not your therapy session. So this is also when we do the Barbara Streisand character. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me. Oh, no, the next one is. Don't tell me not to live. Oh, yeah. He does a lot of lady impressions before this he dies. such a, woman. a killer. That whole, scene, that whole scene is that scene is meant for Robin Williams. That wouldn't have existed, I feel like, if he wasn't in the movie. Because they're like, okay, you got to play all these women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and Robin Williams, like, like that montage. He was, I think he went in, like, saying, like, I'll take that amount of money, but I got to have at least, like, one montage, two costume change scenes where I go from guy to girl, <laughs> and I get a throw through at James Bond's head. Well, it's based on a book. So yeah. we already knew it was going to be a training kind of dead Robin, The Robin Williams wrote, I know. You know what I read on IM, IMBB was, and I don't know which one is true, because I read that it was based on a book. I read that in the credit title sequence of the movie. Mm-hmm. But then on IMDb, it says that this was originally pitched as a, like, hour-long special on home improvement. It was going to be a movie. Yeah, and a home, home improvement, improvement movie, movie where they get divorced. Tim, and Tim Allen does this to hang out with his kids. Ew. How horrible. Thank God Tim Allen and Patricia, whatever her name is, was like, no, that's a horrible oh, idea. What was that, name? that would have been I don't know. I don't so care, but that's Heaton? bad. That's so bad. That would be terrible. That would not get a podcast worthy. Could you imagine that? Arr, 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 as Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great to have JTT in it, though. Am I right? Yeah. And we're moving on. How far? <laughs> by the way, speaking of, how far have we gotten this movie? We're Before still. Before we mentioned JTT, this movie's like, like halfway so, over with it. Really? No. Yeah, I, I hope know. it's well, like two hours so long. He dresses up like a nanny. I almost had a heart attack when she threw the, the remote control into the, the aquarium. Tank. Like, I was just thinking, like, I would have got whooped for that shit. Because, like, if we lost or ruined the remote control to our TV, we didn't have money. We couldn't buy. They didn't yeah, even have. They're rich. Huh? They're rich. Look I at understand. Their house but watching, I was like, okay, I don't know how me and my siblings would have hid that shit. I'm more stressed. I would be. I'm more stressed out about the fact that, like, there's a dude dressed up as a woman Pretending to be an entirely different person watching her kids. I like, have I been to a their dad. Show. But think about this. Think about if, like, every day Charlie was actually somebody else, but he kept saying he was Charlie and he was actually, like. And she, like, it's fucked up because Robin Williams gets the wife to open up about, like, their relationship. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's he, crazy. He pries and he wants to know, like, once she finds out, she's going to feel so violated that if you think that you're getting back with her, there's crazy. no way. She'll never trust you. Yeah, mm-hmm. couldn't he have just, like, snuck it, like, made a copy of the key and, like, read her cell phone or something like normal people do? But, I mean, he learned why his, his marriage ended. Don't justify his crazy-ass behavior. I say yeah. get it, Robin. Uh, I mean, he's a man with a woman's name, okay? <laughs> I mean, I think it helped him come, come to terms with their relationship being over. Like, he was able to mm-hmm. move on. Like, he wasn't blindsided. Closure. See, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, I would want to know why it ended. Yeah, that's a lot a of marriage? work. That's a lot of work, though, like, to, get... to get closure, you gotta dress like a lady. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? I don't really like Just to wear Just pretend heels, to be but... another person and ask them. Yeah, right? They'll tell you. There's nothing crazy about that, okay? <laughs> I'm not crazy. I just want to know. <laughs> Information is power. Um, you guys gotta stop. Let's continue. It's terrible. So when she, when when she, when Robin Williams like comes home and the social worker's there. Oh, she came home. She came home and she has to flip between he and she in the same scene. It makes me so uncomfortable. I can't stand that. It <laughs> makes me, me too. <laughs> I can't watch that it. That shit makes me so anxious. I'm, it makes yeah. me anxious, uncomfortable. I'm like, you're going to get caught. Like, the, I'm not. I don't like seeing him change like that. Like, the mm-hmm. face was so gross. And it's I like. Just, an Asian with an Australian accent. It just throws you. It just put, yeah, I guess. I mean, a or little different. Or some stupid, st- you know what I mean? Like, just something you're not sure, expecting. like that Skittle commercial, right? Like that what? Skittle commercial? <laughs> what? No, I agree. What? It makes me, it makes me super anxious. It doesn't, grow, it doesn't freak me out as much that, like, he's, like, trying on this weird fat suit, but. Yeah. Like, it's, no, it's, for me, it's the face and stuff. It, it grosses me out. And Re- then it also gives me anxiety, like it you said. It took 50 takes to get the mask falling to the, the ground. They took over 50 tries to get that one shot. 
Could you I imagine mean, your was, day yeah. like, <laughs> all right, throw the mask guys. over the ledge. Work. Throw the mask it's, over the ledge again. Yeah, it's pretty great. And then the little Asian kids That's are laughing. That's like the second biggest like movie flop since Titanic, probably. When they had the million dollar scene cut from the movie. What million? What are you? What are you? Stop on it! Right now? No, no, no! She's just trying. Sam is what just trying. Scene? No, Sam is just trying to find an excuse to talk about Titanic and Mrs. Doubtfire. And guess what? We have like two hours worth of Mrs. Doubtfire, and you have another page of notes. So no. Okay, but originally when no when he says I put the diamond in the coat. I put the coat on her. They, originally, he like follows them and like shoots them and like runs after them, but then they cut it. You're right. I but do it apologize. Cost, yeah, it dude. Why did you say why? Because I thought it was gonna be about this I movie. I want to talk about Miss <laughs> We've already been talking for like 25 minutes, and guess what? Sam's already talking about Titanic. <laughs> it took three seconds to get it in JTT. Jesus, it's a classic. That's what you they guys call it, a know classic. me. Don't be surprised. Um, so surprised. he starts to get the hang of his job. Yeah, and... if he would have just applied this much care to his marriage. He would not be in this situation because that's all she wanted originally. I think they got either comfortable or they didn't respect their relationship enough to do it, which means yeah. he just should have like instead it. of becoming a nanny, he should have just like put in his time for the three months. The three months that was stupid because he should have had custody. But if he would have just put that work into the marriage, like realizing that it was from over the beginning and trying to win her back, I think she would have gone back to him. But see, that's why she he did, didn't really need like that's a problem. That's why people get divorced is because one person doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, because he or express how uncaring the other person is. Yeah. Like he didn't realize like what it was so it's that too was late. wrong, and, and he became that person. But lied about it. Totes. So that and was his bad. One Republic yeah. sang a whole song about it. It's too late to apologize. It is too late it's to too apologize. Late. Too late to apologize. But he is, uh, he's, is fitting well at work, which is great. And he talks to the boss. Well, he talks shit to the boss. I like that. I, that's me. I will talk shit to the one person I shouldn't be saying it to. And I will have no idea that I'm doing it. Except for you don't get an acting gig out of it. Thank you so much. I'm gonna go cut my <laughs> wrist after this. <laughs> you just get you just get fired or like cut back on hours or something. I like that he gets paid three hundred dollars a week to like watch the kids and be a nanny. Like supposedly he would be paying child support also, so he's using the money that she gives him to give back to her as child support. <laughs> Do you think he should pay his child support? Because she has a greater income than him. He doesn't have a job. Yeah, but... Well, now he has a job. But she has sole custody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's paying. I think she, he deserves alimony to keep him into the lifestyle that he is accustomed to. He should have yelled, alimony, like sanctuary, but... <laughs> I fucking hate you. That was my joke, and you didn't even deliver it well. <laughs> I'm just glad that you stole just that joke entirely. This is why you shouldn't <laughs> occupy our time pre-podcast talking about this the podcast. This occupy Wall Street. So what happens next, Sam? So I like when um, <laughs> originally the older daughter, um, the homegirl from Independence Day that made out with Andrew Keegan. Yep. Yeah. What? She, yeah. Yeah, she was around. In the trailers. They were trailer park trash. I don't remember that. Yeah, she lived in the trailer with the... The dude who flew her the drunk airplane. Dad. Yeah, her drunk dad. Hmm. And they lived in the RV. And Andrew Keegan was there. She made it out with him in a car, and he said, we have one day to live. Like, do you want to, like, lose Die a virgin. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. And if Andrew Keegan said that to me, I would be like, yeah, I'm still a virgin. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, all I need you to do, all I need you to do is join my Join my church. Oh, I ruined your joke. I'm sorry. Well, you did, and you coughed over it too. So maybe you should get that looked at. So, um, so anyway, so that chick runs after Mrs. Doubtfire one night and apologizes for being like rude earlier because she was really icy before. And she says, "I'm just like really grateful for you, and you're making my mom really happy, and I appreciate it." And I'm like, "Sweetie." She's—he's not making your mom happy. James Bond is making your mom happy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a well-orchestrated one, Sam. If a good. strange old Cute. woman was having a almost an in, not like intimate, but like a moment with me, and then brushed her hand on the side of my cheek ever so lightly, I'd be like, 
this is not where I thought this was going. Yeah, I would definitely read into that a little more. Like, she is, like, Sally Fields is a little dumb. She's like, this couldn't happen. She's older. She's a lady. Like, mm-hmm. no, it could happen. It could happen to you. Yeah. I mean, we learn nothing if, yeah, from To Catch Predator. Sometimes old lesbian ladies head on you while they're watching your house. I know. And your kids. That's gross, normal, guys. right? Gross. Old lesbians are gross. Expecting. You're gross. Um, well, I mean, I, there's just, and I get that it's her father, but, like, she's not supposed to know that. So if an old woman were to come up to me when I was 14 and slowly crash, be like, oh, dear child. I, did, oh, I, did not I thought, get a time weird out. I thought this was Sally all. Fields that she was. No, the daughter when they're oh. outside. She's apologizing. Oh, that's not weird. She's a kid. Yeah, mm, I didn't get a weird a vibe from it at all. No, she's a kid. She's yeah. like a kid. Because te- she said, oh, yeah. dearie. No, I thought it was Sally Fields. Did you like my, my impression? That was beautiful. I take it back. It wasn't a lesbian, like, underage thing. Yeah, I don't think it was at all. I thought it was Sally Fields the whole time. I just, I'm wrong. What happens next? <laughs> um. So, I think right after that, they find out that Mrs. Doubtfire is their dad, the two older kids, and they're, like, totally cool with it. When he's no, peeing. Like, first... Your dad is straight up lying to you and has been deceiving you for weeks, and you're just cool with it. No, that's creepy that they're just cool with it. One, it's really weird. But two, what pisses me off is... They have no fucking idea what a tranny is to the point where they freak out and the kid doesn't even want to touch him. I'm like, early 90s, man. I'm like, shit, dude. Oh, like, yeah. they're like, they like want to fire. Him. Yeah, they want to fight it. Like, they're like, you fight call this. it it. Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> what is it? That's what they said. I was like, are you kidding me? They wanted to call the cops. You can yeah. call the cops on a tranny. <laughs> she has a dick. And, did she and you're going to call the police. No. Where would she put it? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're crazy. They're crazy. This movie is interesting in that regard where, like, they just pretend, like, that's not a thing, really. That's normal. Yeah. Yeah. And even earlier. That it's, like, okay to pretend to be a woman because you're not actually doing it. You're doing it because you're a straight man that loves his kids. They, like, completely brush over that. Yeah. Like, even earlier, Sally Fields answers the phone from one of, like, Robin Williams' characters that's applying for the job, and she's like, I don't do the boys because I used to be one. I used know? to be one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Nothing. <laughs> Are you okay? Mm-hmm. His pantyhose slipped. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, like, it's, that's fucked up. Like, they have such, like, a, a weird stance on on this issue, on transgender. And yet... But they have this openly gay, about... you know what I mean? Like, very clear. Probably drag queen. Home yeah, girl. that's what's so weird. It's so like, weird. being okay, uh, being gay in the 90s is not only okay, but it's like, celebrated and you're fabulous. But being a transvestite or a transgender is fucking not okay at all. Mm-hmm. And we're going to gonna, we're gonna movie, beat you right? or call the cops, basically. Is what With I, a tennis racket. With a tennis racket, yeah. There are worse ways to go down. We're going to beat you in a very suburban style. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In our um, San Francisco home. But little did they know that I had already seen hairspray a lot of times. So. You stupid. Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake's a girl. Crybaby. She's talking about. I mix up my homos. Divine plays her mom. That's right. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Um, so. Yeah, so she. The dinner. So we get wait, we totally oh, wait, forgot the that. cooking. One of the most famous scenes of this, my first day as a woman, and I'm already getting hot flashes. Oh, because she lights her boobs on fire. Because she's, oh, it smells like burnt curry. That, I mean, that joke didn't really kill it for me. That was yeah. one of my, that was the biggest one commercial. That was in that moment where, oh, my God, that noise that she makes. Oh, you mean in Scottish, the trailer? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that movie, when. That's probably the most iconic. I think it's on the. The movie cover, right? Yeah. Her mm-hmm. boobs are singed. Say the line. What's the line? My first date as a woman, and I'm already getting hot flashes. We gotta Christ. say that line again. We Every time you it. talk about mm-hmm. it, and that's this is also where I learned that you cook lobsters alive and they scream. Yeah. Yeah, but it I didn't, didn't know that before this. this. Movie, did it? No, but the woman talked about it. On they there, only scream if the water's low, low heat. They don't scream if it's hot. They die right away. This it's is dark. morbid. Start. Anyways, <laughs> so this is when Sebastian. This is when she gets all of the information out of Sally Fields, and you finally like this whole time you're on you're like Charlie, and you think she's an evil woman, but mm-hmm. then you finally see it from her point of view, and it's like actually Robin Williams is the bad one. 
But not enough to rip away your kids. That's my No, not that bad. But like, but the whole movie, you're seeing her as the bad person. Mm -hmm. But then it switches, and you finally see, like, no, actually, like, he's been the bad one. Oh, because she's, like, describing when he stopped caring and, like, how he hasn't really, like, been. Yeah. But I could see that from the beginning, like, the whole birthday thing. I just think. She was a raging cunt because she ripped away the kids one day a week. Are no, you no, kidding? No, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying like the film-wise, like how they're I got portraying you. the reveal it. of him yeah. being a cunt. Not your personal you. hateful opinion. Yeah, very hateful actually. There's a vengeance <laughs> in my fire of my belly. So then they go to like the country club or whatever. Oh yeah. And this is when he he fruits he fruits James I, Bond. He fruits James. It was Bond. a run by fruiting. <laughs> that is funny. Crazy. That scene is weird because he like hides behind the thing so that James Bond he doesn't know that he's hiding there, and he talks about the kids. Like some guy says, "Oh, like oh, I thought you would never marry somebody, let alone like be a stepdad." And you expect him to say like, "No, I'm gonna ship him off to like boarding school." Yeah, he's totally Mm -hmm. nice. But he's like, "No, I actually like I never thought I'd be that person, but now I am. Like she's changed me. These kids are great, especially the younger one. She's so cool." And he looks like James Bond. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And so it's interesting. Like they don't turn him into a bad guy. War. Like you think normally in a '90s movie, this is where that would happen, and it doesn't. Mm Mm-hmm. And I. believe that i read in the original script they did make him a dick but they didn't they couldn't make a resolution that would make everybody's life okay at the end so they just made him be the kind of person like the replacement father like the kids like him to make his jealousy grow so they made him perfect the money the looks the he's fun with the kids and that scene where he's like no they're all awesome there's no reason to hate him. Right. And you know that's what I mean? more like real life. Like realistically, your parents are probably not going to get back together. And yeah. your right. mom is going to marry somebody else. And he's not going to be an evil person just because he's not your dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is such a good sentence that you just said. <laughs> yeah. It was built very well. There Doesn't was a clause. apply to my God. life. But... There was a clause. Okay. Right there. Thank you. The thoughts. Um, but the run by fruiting. And the whole fucking and a beach hits, whale. Oh no, you, you devil, you. And he hits on a on a chick. Ew, and again, that's weird. And he hits on like a young chick and tries to buy her drinks, but she's and super she's young. And she's like, she's like a bitch about it because it's a lady. But like, a woman can hit on I you. Like, I've been hit on by be... old everything. Tranny, dude, woman. I don't know why they want to flock to me, but like, I feel pretty. Thank you. I would. Not I trying would... To... <laughs> I would definitely feel weird if an old woman at the pool in California, in a large city, you know, not dressed like she was going to the pool, tried to buy me a drink. I'd be like, um, no. I would think they thought I was an escort, and I would be very flattered. I'd be like, you think I'm an escort? Thank you so much. It's weird for, like, they make a point of showing that when he's a woman, he gets hit on by that bus driver, and it's really gross and Mm -hmm. uncalled for and uncomfortable. And, like, that's what women go through on the daily First no, I disagree. But then he goes on and makes like some misogynist comments, like hitting on that girl. It's like in a really gross way he does it. I disagree about he the bus driver though. Offers to buy her a drink. No, but, but like he's looks her up and at down her for a while, and, like winks at her in his suit. Like if that was an old man, it would be. Disgusting. I've had a woman grab my grind. We don't care about what you've had done. We're and talking about gross. this movie. It is. You're right. Look, no, the bus driver You're though. Right. The bus driver doesn't um doesn't creep me out. I think he's polite. I don't. I think, I think he's like a nice old man. Yeah, I think he's. But a, she's obviously uncomfortable with it. Is a thing. Right. I, I mean, see. What, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they only show it twice. I feel like after like the second time of like flirting, you get the hint, which that's why they didn't show it continuously. But like he seemed nice. You know, he was just like an old dude. He was like this old lady. You know, and she was alone. Like what? He was no. a mouth breather. He was old and she was old. So old people need love too. And he was like. I like a woman with hair, but it's natural. Like, he was just, just, I'm like, I get that, girl. You know. She can't shave her legs. She's old. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can pay for somebody, too. It's expensive. If she's working as a nanny for $300 a week, then she That's ain't fair. got money for that. She, and she's taking the bus. Could you imagine putting the wax on that leg on an old person and then ripping, and it's, like, paper thin. It just comes right off with it. Ew, no, I wouldn't imagine that. Now I have to. Yeah, it's that's terrible. like a horror movie in my head that's playing. Ugh. I've been watching a lot of X Files lately. So after, so after, after that scene, 
after oh. that scene, they go to the restaurant, and he right. has this is his second costume, and he's double moment. booked. And it makes me even more stressed out than the first time. He yeah, does me it. too, because he's not even in his house. He's yeah. at a restaurant, and it could have been so easily avoided. Mm-hmm. But just All saying, you can say is, "I can't. I have plans." Yeah, should have canceled with one of them, and he didn't need to go to that dinner as his the ex-wife. Man. Yeah, Obviously have... you cancel with the ex-wife. Bitch, yeah. leave me. Yeah, why did he have to... He's and he was going to be there anyway. I have a TV show. If he was smart, it would be like, okay, show up at the same restaurant, you know, with dressed or as your normal self with your new boss and make her jealous by, like, yeah. running into her or something. Don't dress as the nanny because you want to spy. That's creepy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> why are you crazy. here? Oh, I'm just pitching my TV show idea to the network. Yeah, so. exactly. I'd be jealous. I'd be like, shit, yeah. they're real cool now. I'm just with James, James Bond. And he, but he does, when he's talking to his boss, he talks again about, like, uh, teaching kids through entertainment. And he says, mm-hmm. um, the way to get through to them is to not patronize kids. They're little people, so if it's something that you'd enjoy, they'd enjoy. And I think they're trying to apply it to this movie, because it's all based on the adults, not really about the kids. So. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, I think, I was looking back on it, like, wow, a lot of, like, kids' movies I like like my parents like too mm-hmm. like the better ones the like reach to adults yeah like finding yeah. emo is my shit and i was like a teenager when i saw it did you know that in real life if finding nemo would happen nemo would have changed his gender into a female and then the father would have reproduced with him well that's why it's a fucking cartoon charlie that's is that why he went so far to find him that's that's probably gonna be the next the next no the next one's finding dory mm-hmm. but it's already out is Dude, it? I will say, hey, I will say it's at the rest at the restaurant. Um, I never realized this as a kid. Definitely didn't realize this as a kid. Robin Williams has had four to five double whiskeys on the rock. Mm-hmm. On the rocks. That's when he starts acting so weird. Yeah, I know. But as a kid, I never realized this. And then a glass of wine on top yeah. of that. Not to mention that he probably drank before he went within less than a half hour's time. It has yeah. to be, like, less than an hour because they haven't even got their food yet. Mm-hmm. I'm like... And he hasn't eaten. He has to be yeah. sloshed, like... Right. So wasted. He does really good in this scene because I definitely never picked up on that as a kid, but he's not, like, overly acting drunk. He just starts acting stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As an adult, I'm like, oh, he's been drinking a lot of whiskey or As an adult, I just think I'm like, shit, dude. I, I wonder if that's what it is when I'm... If that's the worst I act when I'm drunk, then sign me up to keep getting drunk. Because he wasn't that bad. He pretty bad, though, when he, he was walked over in his, in the wrong get-up to the wrong table. Hey. Yeah, but he covered quick, which is not a drunk mentality. But now he has to go his whole career being an old woman uh, on a public true. TV show. Yeah. I mean, he already has the outfit. That's fair. True. And he got his brother a job that way. Hopefully, yeah. unless um, he's a dick. No, he's not. But then it's a bummer because he comes so far, like, with tricking Giggity. everybody. But then saving James Bond's life, he his face comes half off. But yeah, yeah but it was suck. a pretty hot scene. It looked like he was giving it to him pretty hard. I love a nice tranny granny. You love that scene because he was dressed like <laughs> a <kidding>. woman? <laughs> Obviously. Knew it. Knew I it. I like that he, like, sabot him by putting pepper because he said he was allergic to pepper. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't dying because he was allergic to pepper. He was dying because he was choking. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, it I made th- his throat <laughs> swell up. That's why. Not that fast. You yeah, have to but... swallow it first. Right, getting it back out wouldn't have been that bad. I'm just saying that was their whole point. Yeah, you know, no, it, it did. I mean, funny. it doesn't make sense. But yeah. also, it doesn't make sense that James Bond, Mr. Perfection, can't eat fucking pepper. Like that doesn't make sense. I mean, he keeps. Can hot, you smoke a cigarette? He could have. He could have choked on that without. But I guess they wanted to show that Robin Williams actually is fucking crazy because he tried to kill somebody. Yeah. But he might be crazy and a loser, but he still knows the Heimlich America. Remember, protect your brethren. Learn the Heimlich you knew. Well, he, yeah, he well, learned how, it so that he could be qualified as a nanny. Yeah, for his own kids. <laughs> Dressed as a woman. I will say, though, that at that scene when James Bond and, like, Robin are, are like, okay, cool, bye. They, they really don't, like, talk about, like, hey, you've been dressing as a woman. You know, mm-hmm. it's creepy. They yeah. just sort of like, thanks for saving my life kind of thing, but so yeah. we're, and then, we're equal. And then this is like the catalyst, like she takes him back to court and gives him like custody. No, they rip away custody first and yeah. then she sits and thinks about it 
and then we don't know really how much time has passed because now he has his TV oh, show. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And Probably they were all long. sitting there saying they miss him and shit. So this bitch went home. Those kids hadn't seen their father in how long without, because he's even had visitation. He talks about You're it. You're so mad at her. Hell yeah. He did nothing. Well, okay. Well, this he did nothing. Now he's he done some shitty he things. He literally tried to kill a man. <laughs> he tried to kill a man dressed as a comp- He was drunk. Dude, that type of shit, pretending to be somebody else, that kind of shit, that can land you in prison. That's like pretending to be another person is crazy. That's no, you're crazy. not stealing an identity. That is mental. You're just like, creating one. Ooh, I would like, no matter how much time has passed, the reason she gives custody back to him is because of what he did by yeah. doing this. So, She's I mean, crazy, too. Exactly. Like, you didn't give it to him before. You knew that he loved the kids, but now that he, like, deceived you and lied to you. And tried to kill your new husband, basically. But she also did say that the kids are getting better grades because of him. The house yeah. is clean because of him. But does that mean that he has to go to their house and clean? Together? Yeah, I think so. You know so. what I mean? Like, well, does he, he have just, to keep it up? I think he finally learned to, like, just be a better person. And I would hope, they never said this in the movie, but I would hope that he realized that if he would have just done that from the beginning, he they wouldn't have gotten divorced. Like, she would have loved him. Well, I think, too, he was being a better father because, like you said yeah. before, like... He had, like, bad grades or whatever. The kid, the 12-year-old, had bad grades in school. And so she didn't want they – did, they weren't – he wasn't allowed to have a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think that's reasonable because – I mean, even though it's your birthday, but it's like he's being a bad parent. He's not, you know, punishing his kids for not mm-hmm. trying harder instead of his kids. Fight. Like, so I think he was kind of a bad parent at first. I mean, yeah, you love your kids, but if you love your kids and you don't, act like a parent and you just act like a friend and you're yeah, not a good exactly. parent mm-hmm. you're a friend right. so he learned to be more authoritative mm-hmm. he learned a valuable lesson and she ended up with james bond so really happy for everybody she really didn't have anything negative happen to her no she yeah. landed a huge multi-million dollar account she upgraded to a hot bod she probably got a new car. Well, that's why the divorce but... was her idea. She knew she was going to be better off yeah, without it. She was trying to she make her life him better. She dragged mud. She did. I mean, besides the custody thing, it was a little weird. But that's all this movie is about is the custody thing. No, it's mostly about Robin Williams doing impersonations in order to yeah. get custody and be with his kid. Yeah, but she was just trying to make a better life for herself, and she did. She did. She did the right thing. It's better for her and to Nicole divorce Smith him than to put the kids through the turmoil of her, their parents fighting all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it's the, how she went about it, I think. The Probably, custody thing it is out. the one thing that she fucked up on. The and yes, it's a big thing, thing. But, but they figured it out. Yeah, they figured it out. She realized she was wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think they should have sold that house and split the assets, quite frankly. Well, because no, he went to fair. poverty. That's the kid's childhood it's home. still, I won't go to poverty, let that cunt take that house. That's well, a beautiful house. Well, then you're not house. thinking of the children, Wait, are he you? he wasn't going to poverty. He had an apartment in San Francisco. He had a nice apartment, too. In San Francisco. Well, the whole idea was that he had a shitty one. It to be but it looked Compared really nice. to the house. Where his goddamn kids, too. His apartment oh, looked real nice. Oh, girl is dumb. Anyway, so I like that at the end, they, like, you end it with like seeing Sally Field's face like watching the show and she's like smiling but then it ends like they don't get back together mm-hmm. they don't say if they do it kind of leaves it open but I like that message that they gave to kids like sometimes your parents aren't going to get back together and it's okay because mm-hmm. yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire as uh, as Mrs. Doubtfire on that TV show says to a kid like some there's all types of different families and it's not always going to work out but no matter what your parents love you and it's going to be okay yeah, that was pretty good. Good full circle message. That's why you know it's a family film. Yeah. I just felt like when I was a kid, I loved this movie. Mm-hmm. I just, maybe because I Because it was comforting because your parents were getting divorced. And it, there was gays in it. <laughs> it was really funny. I loved Robin Williams. It was a lot to do and with it. And they had dinosaurs in it. They had dinosaurs, which is really exciting. And he reminded me of Bill Nye the Science Guy. And I love mm-hmm. me some Bill Nye the Science Guy. Um, as an adult, when I watched this kid... I like You watch this kid? What kids oh, are wait. you watching? I, <laughs> there were kids in the, when I, as an adult watching this movie, I thought it was good but really fucking long. I just felt like let's snip it in the butt a little bit. Two hours and five minutes by Felicia. That's so long yeah. to sit there and watch. Hello Yeah. What do you think, Sam? 
Um, I hadn't seen this movie since I was a kid, and I remember it fondly. Like, I really enjoyed this movie. I didn't own it or anything, so I didn't watch it a lot. But I just remember really liking it, and I remembered, like, key scenes from it. Um, but watching it now, as an adult, it's, like, a totally different movie. Like, because mm-hmm. I definitely didn't get all that divorce stuff and, like, the parents and, like, what they were going through. Like, I understood the divorce as a kid, but mainly of what they were telling the kids the message was about divorce. So seeing it now as an adult, I really, like, was able to pick apart, like, why they broke up and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a completely different movie. And so it was interesting that they were making those points to say it because it's something that the whole family can enjoy, but there's also, like, a higher level to it. They kept you it know? light enough that... Like, so the kids will get it, but, like, it's actually way more complex than that, and someday you'll understand. And I understand, guys. I get it. Thanks. Thanks for teaching me that lesson. I appreciate you. Krista? Um, I, I love this movie as a kid. I didn't, like, whatever, quote it regularly or anything like that. But Right, I, let's say that line. Which one? I don't know. I can't I think quote. we were looking for regularly. Regularly, regularly. my bad. Say that line, Charlie. That regularly. one line. No, I like how you said, say the line, and we're like, what line? What line? Hello! <laughs> There's, like, five lines. Charlie's been quoting this whole time. No, you but, like... You could deny fire. I, li- I liked it as a kid. Um, I really liked it. It wasn't, like, my top choice as a kid. It was kind of, like, a whatever movie, I guess. I didn't really relate to it that much because, like, I just did That wasn't the kind of household I grew up in, so I didn't really, like, see it. I didn't grow up in a rich household with a nanny either. I mean, like, a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, mm-hmm. I don't really understand much of it. It didn't really make sense. But neither sense. did they because they broke up. Okay, well, we're not going to dive there. But <laughs> anyways, but um, I did like it. I thought parts were funny. As an adult, it, I agree with Charlie. It feels like, I mean, I, I see it in a different light now, which is cool. I feel like I understand it a lot more, like, as an adult than I did as a kid. But it's way too long. Like, they just, some of the scenes could literally be cut out because they're just there for Robin Williams, which I respect him and I love him. And I think he's really funny in these. But it's like, you then don't have such a long ass story. Like, yeah. cut that shit down to an hour and a half for a movie mm-hmm. like this. For movies that have, like, impersonations and stuff like that, like, it's just, it should be shorter if it's going to be that kind of comedy. Comedy should be shorter. Well, and it shouldn't give you so much anxiety as it yeah. gave when he was jumping between the two characters. That was very, that gave me a lot of anxiety, Couldn't for sure. It. I loved it. I was it. like, you shit, kidding? you're going to get caught. As an adult, I did not like watching that. I don't. I didn't like watching that as a kid. I didn't like watching it now. Still mm-hmm. uncomfortable. But now I am going to go around pretending like, I'll be right back, and then have another person come. I don't know. It's just something I want to start doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We, um, Thanks for I'm listening. Be on high alert with all the new people I meet with red hair. <laughs> <laughs> Characters coming soon. Is this soon. the one? Krista, is that you? Krista? <laughs> nope, not me. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for podcasting with us. That's in not spirit. how it works. Um, comment us, like us, follow us places. If you visit our website, you'll follow know us, where to follow us. Follow us dressed as a woman. Trying to street. correct my facts will just get you nowhere. Tr- follow us dressed as a <laughs> woman and you can you buy a me a drink. Places. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Felicia.